Welcome to Geekonomics. We're back for another edition. Brian is in the basement of Wonders, the home of uh, Ready Player One. I am in my white case of emptiness and the void, as I can call it. So Brian, how you doing? How's your week been? How's things going? Well, Mark, uh, week uh, the week was good. It was a short week, and now I, I, I'm on vacation, so it was kind of a you know, mm. uh, and a lot of things happened this week. Obviously, uh, we saw yeah. Black Widow. We actually did things. It was weird, and yeah. we all we got we got the gang back together, which was a lot of fun. Um, and we're going to talk about Black Widow, Loki later on. We got news, but um, yeah, it's been a weird week because it's like we went out on Thursday, yeah, and it felt like the pandemic was over. For a while, for a little bit, because yeah. we weren't wearing a mask, um, yeah. we were we we're, were all vaccinated, but it was weird mm. not wearing a mask. The theater, nobody had a mask on. Yes, and we went out to Fridays because Denny's wouldn't couldn't take us. Uh, and yeah, sort of much of what's going on in the world, and then it was right back to normal again. Yeah, and then now, well, and I went to Mansfield over the weekend. I went to mm. the uh, the flea market on Sunday, which I have not been in over a year. The last time I've been yeah. there was 2019. And because um, it's outdoors, I yeah. didn't wear a mask. Because I'm like, you know what? If it's outdoors yeah. and humid, I'm yeah. not wearing a mask. And I think I saw two people wearing masks. Mm. No, I mean, it's outdoors. And yeah. if you're vaccinated... You're, you're probably fine. If it yeah. was it, indoors, yes, I'd put it, I would put a mask yeah, on. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so it's just weird. It's like this weird thing we're playing mm. right now between like, it's like a balance. Um, yeah. Uh, it's bizarre. It's, it's getting weird. It, I mean, it, it is getting bizarre. Um, but, you know, this week, a lot of stuff came out. Um, I'm one episode away from finishing the Resident Evil Netflix show. Um, it's good so far. I, they're half an hour each. Um, I got to watch the last part today, but so far mm. I like it. And it's um, it's a CG animated thing. Like, yeah, I it saw looks- a trailer for it. It looks really, really different. I saw you posted a thing for it, and I was like, I'm just going to check the trailer out just to see how this is like. Uh, you should really watch cool. it. Yeah, the CG is right yeah. up there with the oh, video game. I wanted to see what the animation looks like. You said that you're not, yeah, so it's kind of... Yeah, animation's good. Very really Scanner good. Darkly kind of like like early, like an upgrade of what that was when it first came out. It looks like if you uh, the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake, it's on par with that CG for that video game. It's okay. pretty good. It's really good. And sometimes it's like it's like really good, and sometimes it's like okay but like the guy's hair i, I that's I, it throws me off yeah it's weird but it, it, it's a big character's story. hair 
If you watch the trailer, you'll know what I'm saying. Yes, it's just yeah. it's like it th- it throws me off as much as the girl's wig from Jupiter Legacy. Yeah. It's like I just can't take the show seriously because it's like who made that choice? Right, right. All the choices they made. Why well, decided make we'll make him have wavy hair, that weird like flock of seagulls hair. He's always had that hair in Resident Evil. I know, but just kind of like, yeah, it's like, it's just kind of strange. I hear you. I hear you. Um, Distracting. For me, that's been, I uh, I watched that. We watched the last episode of Gone in the Dark, which it was like an update, uh, which was really good. And we finished uh, the whole uh, Sicily, uh, the the hotel, is it? uh, Cecil. Cecil Hotel. Hotel Hotel Cecil. Um. And the last episode was good, but they really could have condensed the four episodes to at least two. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm more enthralled with the history of that hotel, yeah. and I loved learning about it. Um, yeah. The, you know, it kind of blows that the last episode kind of tells you something it could have told you in the first episode. And That's what Claire said the same thing. She was yeah. like, it really could have been one episode, and that was it. They left one key. Thing if they what they left one bit of information out for three episodes and yeah. the fourth episode they, they tell you the information and it would they, have made all the other episodes not make sense right um, I'm not gonna ruin it for people because I think it's worth watching because you get to learn some history about this hotel yeah. and yeah. also it really puts a spotlight and I think it's a bigger problem is the homelessness in L A. Yeah. Uh, it puts a big spotlight on that and I'm hoping maybe more people can help and. I, it's like a, it's a weird situation How, what do you do to help how can you help these yeah. people what can the town of la the city of la do um well, it's not even just the thing is too is it's, it's just so people know it's not just an la problem there's homeless everywhere mark yes <laughs> it's not just but, LA. no no obviously not saying yeah. that i know but skid row okay it's yes. skid row in la it yeah. is so bad and prevalent that the cops have the barricades around yeah. this whole block where homeless people live. And yeah. it's it's called Skid Row. And it's, yeah. been, it's been like this, I think they said from the 70s or the 80s. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. And it's it's getting worse. And it doesn't I mean, get it's so better. bad that I was watching a thing over the weekend where, like, even on Venice Beach, like, right on the beach, there's just rows of tents. And yeah. the town is finally like being like, we can't just have these tents like on the beach. It's like there's no protection from anything. They just, you know, so they're like finding a new location for all these folks to live, basically. Listen, there's homelessness Rose everywhere, but yeah. I'm just saying the LA one is very, it's, it's pretty crazy. And a lot of homeless yeah. people end up, will travel and go to LA to Skid Row. So a lot of yeah. these folks are from yeah. all over the country. And yeah. obviously, if you're homeless and you can go where somewhere where the weather is going to be nice all year yeah. round, yeah. you're gonna go to California. Yeah, that's like the the one the the one disadvantage for California is that that they that the weather's perfect all year round, kind of. So people kind of just go there. Yeah. So, but it, it, I'm just it, saying, it, just it, it, not only is it, it, I know it's bad in LA, but you know, yeah, it's everywhere. So if you have a, an organization in your area that deals with that look into helping them out that's all i'm saying that's the way you should have said it yes yeah um but anyway that was good i mean that was my week and then of course on thursday we're going to talk about a little bit later on we saw the movies which we'll hit upon 
when we get yeah. into our Black Widow review. Mark, how was your week? It was good. I uh, finished uh, reading Ready Player Two. Yeah. The sequel to Ready Player One. Uh, I would say if you've only seen the movie, go back, read the book Ready Player One, because it's not the same. Surprise, surprise. Well, it's very, it's very different. Very different. Yeah. But so, I wish I had read Ready Player One already. So it was very cool to read Ready Player Two. Uh, it was really good. I suggest it if you're a fan of that movie or genre i would say check it out it's really well done uh i started getting into sweet tooth on netflix yeah yeah how is it started watching that it is amazing yeah i want to get it's on my list oh my gosh it's visually stunning like we talked about it before i remember us talking about on the show before will forte is like probably one of his best acting things oh yeah uh He's really only in, well, I'm not going to get into it, but he's only in like a couple episodes, I'll say. Uh, so, but still, it's really well done. Uh, the kid they picked to play Sweet Tooth is really good. The whole show is just good. There's like, I haven't, like, it's really well put together so far, but I think I'm a quarter of the way through. I watched like three episodes last night. I just started watching it last night because I was like, Claire Claire went to bed early. And I was like, I just, I don't know. I've seen everyone online talking about the show. It's been everywhere. I'm like, I need to check the show out finally and break down and watch it. Yeah. So, um, Jeff Lemire, who's the creator of the, the graphic novel. Yeah. Um, he's actually, he has a quote in my Twin Peaks book. He's a huge Twin Peaks guy. Um, mm. And he's been on uh, another Twin Peaks podcast as a guest a couple of times. And he's um, he, he uh, very nice guy from what I heard. Mm. I haven't, talked to him personally but we have a quote of his in our twin peaks book through email um but he seems like a really nice guy and i it was weird he was talking about how he had a show in the works with netflix mm. but he couldn't tell us uh couldn't tell anybody what it was at the time um but i yeah I, I definitely want to check out uh, the graphic novel um and, yeah i know this is making me want to read the graphic novel now this yeah is, like, it's, i think like the explosion of superheroes people don't realize though there's a lot of great smaller things that were graphic true. novels that become great television yeah and it it, it pushes the medium or bad television doesn't mean the comic the graphic novel is not good but okay say jupiter jupiter ascending legacy legacy yeah. even though that was a bad show people yes. still defended the comic book or the graphic novel and said you yeah, should read yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. So it still helps the sales yeah. of these yeah. books. Yeah. And you know, so I think like Sweet Tooth, uh, Snowpiercer, um, all these things, you might not be like, that's based on a graphic novel. And you're yeah. like, Yeah, and uh, I think that's great. Yeah. So it's good to hear. Yeah. I'll definitely try to check it out this week. Yeah, it's worth the it's worth taking the time. I think even Allison would like it. It's very it's very visually stunning. It's all shot like the first part of the story is told in uh, Yellowstone National Park. So it's very picturesque and everything. But started getting to that. Uh, like we said, we did uh, Black Widow on Thursday. Uh, over the weekend was the ECBL All-Star Game at Springfield. So I covered that uh, for the zombies. That was a good time. It was a three-point contest, a slam dunk competition, and an uh, All-Star Game. So I got to hang out with Matt Ryan a little bit, talk to him about some stuff. Uh, and uh, we got big news. 
Halloween this year. Yeah, yeah. East River Comics and Collectibles Show is back at the place where it all started. Yep. After ha- Halloween on Halloween, October 31st. Yes. It's only going to be one floor. They're not doing yes. two floors. Um, yes. And if, you have, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. That is true. Um, it is from 10 to 3. Got, yep. Early birds at 9 a.m. And it's closer, so you don't have to drive an hour and a half away. We're back, crazy. baby. We're back. Yeah. We're back. Um, yeah. I was talking I, with Scott yesterday, and I was like, thank you so much. I don't have to yeah. wake up super early. You don't need, like, you don't oh, need to anyway. You're not a, a vendor, Mark. Well, I helped Matt Ryan out. He threw his back out. So I know, but if he didn't have a back problem. Yeah, no, I, really... was like, yeah, I was like, thanks, man. He's like, oh, I know. I know. Um, but I, I think I think it's going to be a great show, especially it's going to be Halloween day on a Sunday, back in Enfield. I will paint yeah. the town red with flyers. Uh, so I'm excited for this one. I think it'll be yeah. Good. So yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, as we get closer, we'll promote the hell out of it like normal. But, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Great news. Um, yeah, that was big news over the weekend. And uh, yeah, besides that, just the usual week. It was a short week, like you said. It's been yeah. raining pretty much nonstop, it feels like. Well, I feel like we've yeah. moved to Seattle for some reason. I don't know why. But it just feels like it just rains all the time. It's it's this summer has sucked. It's either raining, hot, or, or humid. Uh, and we had but like a weekend of cold. Saturday was beautiful, and Sunday yeah. was was good. It was humid, but it was cloudy. And then now it's going to rain today. Tomorrow yeah. thunderstorm. We've just been having thunderstorms like yeah. every freaking day. Um, at least we had a nice weekend. Um, yeah, somewhat of a nice weekend. Yesterday yeah. was. Yeah, yesterday was cloudy, but it was fine. We went to it Mansfield. Or here all day. It rained in Springfield? It rained nonstop from about 2 o'clock on. We got nothing. Dry the bone. Yeah. No, it, it rained here. Mansfield, um, dry all day. Enfield, Trying dry. to get Claire motivated. I'm like, it's going to rain. She's like, oh. She's like, I'm like, we got to get going. She wanted to go to the grocery store. I'm like, we well, need to get to the grocery store. She's putzing around. We got to go to the grocery store. So Lily went to the store. As we're in the store, we heard it start coming down. I'm like, I now it's pouring outside. So now I have to go out and get drenched to go get the car to load the groceries up. Not it a happy one. It didn't rain here at all. Uh, we were that's, fine. Yeah, well, let's say, you know, it shows how far Springfield and Enfield are away from each other. 20 minutes. Yep. <laughs> um. So, Mark, let's get into the news. I'm yes. going to start the news off on a bad, bad news because oh. it's no to end it. I don't want to get it out of the way. Um, All right. This, Fine. This, this news uh, effect, uh, for me, and uh, I, I'm assuming you, um, okay. is probably one of my rock and roll heroes. Um, someone, uh, a band that I've grown up with. Blink-182, Weezer, oh, uh, yeah. two of my favorite bands of all times. And yeah. uh, Mark Hoppus is, is definitely one of, uh, one of those people I look up to as a musician. Yeah. And I think he's just like all, awesome, all-around cool guy. Yeah. But um, on Twitter, uh, like a week, uh, two weeks ago, he posted a photo of him getting mm. chemotherapy. Yeah. Totally bald. 
getting chemotherapy. Yeah. He's been getting chemo for the last three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody knew. He just he yeah. finally posted it. Uh, it finally came out uh, over the weekend that he has um, a massive tumor on his shoulder. It is, I, the last update I read, it's a stage 4A, which is Yeesh. not good. That's the worst. It's um, that he was getting a test this week to find out if, um, if basically he said, I'm getting a test that may very well determine if I live or die. Yeah, That's yeah. what he tweeted out. It's finding out if it's, they can operate on and take it off or if they can't, it's spread too far. Yeah. Well, he's undergoing stage four means it has spread yeah. um, because he, he says that um, he, he, um, he might, he's going to go through chemo or bone marrow transplants. Mm. Yes. So that's yeah. not good. Um, yeah. And so people at, you know, been coming out of, you know, sending good wishes and he's, yeah. he twitches, he goes on Twitch a lot yeah. and um, like he's, opening up about it but it's been yeah. three months where he hasn't said anything mm. uh, but maybe he felt like well i want to see where this goes before i tell people because maybe it's fine yeah but um yeah that's like like dude i heard that news it's like my jaw dropped like i i, had, yeah, I, I that's I, terrible I, news i mean hopefully the one goodish thing that can come out of it besides him recovering is the the possibility of uh, him and tom DeLong like reconnecting and Oh, they are. They, they yeah. So, uh, it came out. Tom, Tom and Mark. They say they talk every day. They're they're That's friends good. again. Yeah. They're friends again. They're they're, That's good. Yeah. they're friends. Uh, Tom, awesome. uh, Angels and Airways has a new album coming out in, yes. in September, and they're going yeah. on tour. Yeah. Um, you know, Tom isn't joining Blink One Two anytime soon, but they're they are friends. They talk to each other every day. Mm. Mark, there was uh, some sort of stream where uh, someone asked Mark and Mark goes, Oh, he's like, uh, we text all the time. He's actually texting me right now. Um, mm. So they're, they're are, they are close again. Cause there Good. was that rift. Yeah. There was great. that rift there for a while there. So, but dude, I, I'm like stage four. It sucks. Like hopefully yeah. he can get through this. Um, it's going to be a long battle. He said, yeah, he'll be doing chemo. Those are, it's tough. Yeah. But it happens. There's people that have come back from big, like stuff like that before. Like Heather came back. She was given a tough road, and, and she came back from it, and she's doing fantastic. So yeah, there's hope. There's, there's always hope. hope. I had a friend, his wife. She was older. I mean, yeah. this is an older couple, and she had cancer. Where she had to get bone marrow transplant, and it she didn't last long i mean yeah i think she lasted like five years maybe like yeah that's five years more than she would have had 10 15 years ago so there were she was also they were also in their 60s yeah 60s or 70s so yeah anyway that's a downer i will keep you uh updated as i'm updated but um yeah it's crazy but i hate you know god god damn cancer um You know, yeah. Hopefully, um, with the, the way the things are going, I mean, uh, like in like in a near future. Hopefully, in the near future, the stuff that they've been able to do with the uh, uh, coronavirus 
uh, vaccine. It's like that type of science is like what they're saying could like do so many things and like work towards curing a lot of things down the road. So hopefully that gets going and we won't have to worry about this in the future. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and to move on to more exciting news, Mark. Yes. Happier news. Happier news. Uh, December 17th. Bring it back up again. December 17th, The Witcher Season 2. Season 2, the teaser trailer came out. I haven't watched yeah, I haven't watched it. I feel like I might gotta watch it. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for the bigger trailer, maybe. I don't even want I don't want to know. I'll watch it. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um CD It's going very much the way the books are have gone from what I've been told from watching a lot of stuff online over the weekend. I didn't watch not I read the books, probably not going to. Um, but I guess the first book was very much like the first season, a lot of time jumping back and forth. And now we're gonna get more of like a linear storyline, which is gonna be good. Well, yeah, now that like it the way it ended, I don't want to yeah. ruin it for people who haven't seen it. Um yeah. the the great thing is uh CD Project Red announced that the next generation version of Witcher 3 which I've been mm. waiting for so I can I can play. I, I own Witcher 3 and I love Witcher 2. It was a great game. Yes. Um, there was, it wasn't your bag. It's not everybody's bag. Not my, not my bag, baby. It's an action RPG. Um, yeah, I don't know. Too much. Um, and I since I, think. I, since I played 2, I'll know I like 3 because it's kind of more of the same. Yeah. Um, but they're going to do a uh, you know, next gen upgrade for free for people who own it, which is great. And then yeah. they're going to add, uh, they're actually going to be adding Witcher uh, elements from the TV show side missions that are they're they're based upon the TV show, which is kind of cool. So Got some new part. new new content, uh, a big upgrade. So I'm like I'm down. So that'll probably be my winter game. I like long winter games. That you know, I could just play all day. You know, okay. I, know. I just like, like uh, you know, um, Red Dead Redemption Two was a perfect fall game. I love yeah. that game was so long, but it was yeah. perfect for the fall. Um, Speaking of video games, Brian, I know you'd say it's happening years from now. Yes, there was an announcement over the weekend or over the past week. It was more of a rumor. I don't know if it was an announcement, but. Well, it looks like it was coming from Rockstar, so... It, it um, was... Uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto, heading back to Vice City. They said uh, Vice City map. It's rumored Vice City... Um, uh, and then it will be in 2024. Yeah. Um, I'm looking up right now. And then... Uh, a more expansive of, map they're saying that they can uh, add to yeah I, the game's released they could they could update it you know yeah um so if if vice if if the map from vice city or vice city is in the game that would be really yeah. cool um we'll see what happens it's 2024 potentially yes if it happens um and GTA Online makes so much money. I'm hoping they'll make a GTA, GTA 6. Uh, so, I mean, 
goddamn online. The online has really ruined GTA. Kids love the online, Brian. I know. Just because you don't doesn't mean the kids don't. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying not made it, for you, Brian. It stops. It, it like they put so much content on the online one. It's like I want. We're still putting new, content in the online. I know. I want a new game. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So let's see if it happens. Yeah. Um, and what else do I got? Um, also, here we're going to go into Black Widow. This is pretty big, Mark. Black Widow sets pandemic record with 80 million at the yes. domestic box office. But get this 60 million on Disney Plus. Yeah. Globally, it made 215 million. Yes. And that's basically without China. Without China. And at China. You know what I, I liked about Black Widow? It didn't cater to China. It's no. You yeah. can tell when a movie caters to China. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't feel it catered to China this one. Um, yeah. so it's the largest domestic box office opening since the COVID nineteen pandemic. Oh. Uh, the last Take one that Vin Diesel. So the the big, the second, the the last largest one before pandemic was Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Um. And then, hey, if you think about it too, this is our first Marvel movie since Far From Home. Yes, you're right. That's crazy to think about. It's been that long. Yeah. Uh, it's combined theater and Disney Plus premiere access opening made it the only film. To surpass a hundred million in domestic consumer spent mm. on an opening weekend since the start of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Yeah, and I would suggest to any of those people who watched it on Disney Plus, I know you've already seen it, and I know you enjoyed it, or not, whichever. Uh, I would say, I will go back to what Brian had said. I think last week it was awesome to watch it on a movie screen. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you. I had I've been it sitting... last week, but I eat my words and say I missed being in the movie theater. Yes. Yes. I mean, if I could go back in time and see King Kong versus Godzilla in the theater, I would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, if I could see Mortal Kombat in the theater, I would. Um, That's I'm just saying, for me, it's more of an experience to see it in a big screen than yeah. watching it by myself at home. Yeah. Uh, I got one more bit of information. Um, it is the highest domestic opening for any MCU origin story after Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it did, like, rightfully so. I thought this was definitely one of my favorite uh, MCU uh, yeah. single-person movie. One-shots. One-shot, yeah. We have an origin story that should have yeah. came, in my opinion, I really wish. This should have come out 10 years ago. It should it'd have been, came out been, right I, where the timeline. A lot of was. things. I watched a lot of videos over the weekend since watching the movie, kind of like trying to get my own like ideas about it and trying to figure out like what was the one thing I would have wanted about this movie. And the one thing I keep hearing from a lot of people is this should have came out ten years ago. If this had come out ten years ago, this had been an epic movie. Well, it still was the that fact that it like they had the script for that long and they sat on it and sat on it and then they finally decided to do it. No, they didn't though. 
They didn't. That's the problem. They didn't have an idea for this movie. For well, they had the idea of doing a Black Widow movie, for but they didn't know what to do. Yeah. For a long time, that they've been talking about it, yes. working on the idea, trying to hash it out. And if they'd actually just done it, yeah, ten years ago, um, I would. When, it, when this movie kind of falls into that time frame, if, if the it had movie... come out, if it had, if this movie had come out after Civil War came out, and it came out before infinity war and endgame i think it would have made those movies better one step further mark it would have made her death that's what i mean yeah it made it more important yeah Yeah. more important her death was and you would have felt more because you would have had like the attachment of her family and know that she's like leaving them behind after she had just found them yes and that whole thing so i think yeah i think the impact would have been greater yeah right giving up basically also, you would have you would have known more about how she's lived lived a conflicting life. That yes. she was yeah. willing to escape. Now we're going yes. to spoilers here and try our review. Yeah. I mean, if you're watching the show, you should know that we're going to talk about the movie. I know, but, but I just want to say, I just want to say, like, but dance around it and be like, "Here's how the movie was." I know, but so but before here, we do this, though, before we get into oh, the hold on, let me finish my thought. No, no, before you do that, I want to like. Oh my! Always talking over me. Before what? we get into the meat of the movie, let's talk about just our experience of being back in a movie theater. Not only did we go back to the movie theater, we went to a new theater for us. Yeah. We went to the Agawam's Cinemas. Is that what yes. they call it? Yeah, I, always wanna, I, w- I always want to say theater every time I talk about the movies. But Agawam Cinemas, it's only a small little theater located in a strip mall in Agawam. Agawam. Yeah. If you're in the area... I would suggest going to see a movie there. I would suggest bringing a blanket because it gets very cold. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> Ryan and I were gonna we're talking about hauling together for warmth about halfway through the movie. It is freezing. Or starting a small fire on the front of the. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was very cold in there. It could just been the way the weather was because a rainy day and they, you know, whatever. But it was it was a cool little theater. It was neat to kind of like watch it there as opposed to a bigger theater. I don't know how it would have been. There wasn't that many people in the theater with us. But it was still fine with me. Yeah, still pretty cool. Uh, I love the setup of the. They have like a countertop in front of each row of seats, so that was very cool to have like a place to put your drinks and everything. Have to put them on the ground like a lot of theaters. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was in it was. It made it was a nice like re-entry into theaters. It wasn't the big huge theaters with the nine thousand screens and the, you know, it was nice to kind of like, like gateway back into going to the movies again well also helping a smaller uh mom and pop yeah that's too. yeah yeah i mean my i'd rather put my money towards helping them they're they're the ones suffering the most exactly yeah Yeah. you know uh going to enfield cinemas i hate to say it but i mean they have the money yeah corporate has the money they're not worrying about yeah yeah uh and they'll be fine they will be fine um But yeah, it was a great experience. And I'm just, I was so happy to have the gang back together. Um, and like, it was weird. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, Rocky no showed. I mean, who thought that was going to happen? You know, it happened. I'll throw him under the bus. I don't care. He Nobody went to friendlies. I know. It's such a bullshit thing. Who forgets and goes to friendlies for anything? Um, but let me, let me, you got me all off. I was going to go back to my point. Um, 
what I was trying to say about Natasha, yeah. about Black Widow, when she sacrifices herself, you yes. can go back to that in, in, in this movie now. She was willing to take out a little girl. Yeah. To get out of the control of uh, this man, this yeah. the, the person that was controlling all these women Widows. that were like, yeah. they were assassins, secret assassins. Yeah. Um, and she was that part of that initiative. Not She was indoctrinated in, not like yes. willingly. And yeah. she was willing to take out a small child, the daughter, uh, a small child. And it, it weighed yeah. on her that she went as far to do something that extreme to get out of it. Now we know now. like that's like the, Bud- the Budapest incident. Like when they talk about Budapest, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Basically what this was, it was that story. Yes. Like what happened in Budapest basically. Right. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So it was the, they go through that whole thing. Uh, it was very, it did suffer the beginning of the Marvel trope of we like collages. Here's a collage. You know what? I like that collage. I well, it wasn't just it wasn't random though. It was showing you these yes, women I know, going but it's through. The, the trope. It's the trope of uh, Marvel. Of, I, I, I liked it. I, I like that opening. We're just gonna show you a bunch of pictures with music behind it to tell you what. They'll get you to where we need you to get to. It didn't bother me one bit. I actually thought it was the darkest. I the more I thought about it, like afterwards, I'm like. That whole beginning was a very dark for Marvel. Like well, the whole you know, movie like, was technically, if you think about it, if you really think about what was going on, yes, it was a very dark movie. It's a very dark, um, yeah. underlying very, story. It is very. If you're into spy movies, you'll like this. It's very James Bondy, Jason Bourne esque. Yeah, it's like, got that. Almost, it's like it's like a tribute almost to those movies. Almost, yeah. it's got like the tropes of. Both those movies, but like when they're putting kids fight scenes and, the and uh, their concentration, they're putting kids in cages and they're inducting yeah. them. I mean, and they're showing them training these girls to be killers. I, yeah. I mean, I, that montage sat with me. It's in my head. I thought yeah. about it all weekend. I'm like, that shit was pretty dark. It was like not your well. Typical- this, the crazy thing about it is, if you think about it, Black Widow, the character, has been around for a long time. And that's yeah. been her story, that she was kidnapped as a child, turned yeah. into an assassin. But we've never like seen it. Thing. Yeah, we've never actually seen it happen, like seen it. But the thought, like the thing that they've been doing that in like the seventies, and that's still a thing. Like women are kidnapped basically and put into not like assassin stuff, but it's just like that that, that storyline of like a guy just kidnapping a bunch of girls to like turn them into his own army basically sex trafficking mark yes yeah it's just yeah i didn't hear what you said that earlier but but yeah it's just crazy that's like that story it it really they did a very good job of telling that story of like that character kind of yeah. but they did use the the collage thing to get to it but the the opening to all these big like governments yeah. and everything and all this stuff I, I thought the opening was really good. I really yeah. liked it. Um, but it does it does show which and it's I think the way that the Marvel universe is going, it's going to be superheroes versus governments, which they kind of hinted at in Civil War with the Sokovia Accords, 
and this takes place right after that or right before that basically this is natasha on the run being chased by ross to like because she's like not abiding by the sokovia accords so i think that's where we're heading is well we've already towards like that government versus superheroes but we already did that mark i mean that this that was an old storyline that was just a puzzle i think it's coming back because i'll tell you why later on well tell me now well because it goes into the after credit scene oh well it's going to be internal i think it's going to be this like this yeah i think secret the secret group i mentioned this to matt ryan over the weekend and secret wars might have said that when we all were I don't think it's even that. I think that's a whole different thing. I think this is leading up to the Thunderbolts. And I think they're going to, Valentina is working for the government to put together a team because they can't control the Avengers. No, they can't. The Avengers have broken off from the governments to be their own entity. That The governments, UN, whatever they decide calling it, has come together and said, we need our own team. If we can't control these guys, we're going to get our own squad that yeah. we're going to control and be in charge of, and yeah. they'll work for us. Like they got U.S. Agent, which is their Captain America. Now they got uh, Black Widow's sister, who's going to be their Black Widow. Yep. Yeah. Is it uh, Elena? Elena, who hasn't hasn't gotten a code name yet, but yeah. Uh, so they also, I think, they'll bring in Taskmaster. I don't think she so. She works with Yelena, so I think they're going to... Well, they haven't, people. though, and I don't think Taskmaster is going to come back. I don't think. I think Taskmaster is going to reappear. And I don't think she's going to... If if Taskmaster, I feel like if that character comes back, it's going to be on its own, because it just got... I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't even see Taskmaster coming back right now for any reason. Well, no, I don't think Yelena's going to come back right away, either. Yeah, she's gonna see her in the Hawkeye, but I think you also might get the Taskmaster in that too, because like I said, Yelena at the end of the movie, whatever happened in the, the movie, is now with Yelena, Taskmaster. She leaves with the widows. Yeah. Taskmaster. Yeah. So, so Taskmaster is now in that group, and if Yelena's working for the government with Valentina, then ipso facto, you would think. Taskmaster is also working with them. I and Taskmaster was a part of Thunderbolts. So that's what I, makes me think. I don't I didn't see it happen, so I don't know. And and don't forget that happened years ago. So we don't know where Taskmaster is at this point. Well, it doesn't have to be the same Taskmaster. That's my thing too. Everything I had about thought about that was Taskmaster could be handed off to a different person. Someone else could take up the mantle of Taskmaster. Well it doesn't have to be that same character. We and Jeremy talked about that, but it could be passed on and we can get a new, a real Taskmaster. Because this was kind of a fact, this was just kind of like a, a, it was meant for Black Widow, this character. So will it, will it flourish? Will it come back? I don't know. I mean, it was a cool character. It it, it basically gender swapped it and it, they basically neutered neutered it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, I don't. So, I, I don't want to. And it worked. And it worked for the Black Widow movie. That's what story. I'm saying. I, I don't, don't think it, it would work in the MCU wide story. 
Yeah, I don't see it going anywhere. But they could take that mantle and be given to somebody else because it could. Like Valentina's doing, she's basically rebuilding the Avengers. Yeah, but with like B level Avengers. Well, she's also working with. She's building this anti Avengers. Be- yes, dark be- Avengers, if you will. Because these are people that are a little bit more jaded, and they yeah. have a little axe to grind yeah. with 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 certain people. Or giving an axe to grind because they were told something that's not true. Right. Yes. Which goes into the post credits. Um, Black Widow does time jump near the end of the movie. Time jumps a little bit, and that the and and what well, comes to present day after yeah. Endgame and everything. So yeah, um, but for the movie itself, man, I really liked it. I'm glad I had a weekend to think about it because I hate when we do movie reviews right after we see it because it's your idea. I don't know why you say you hate it. Your idea to do that. Yeah, but I'm t- telling you. It's called you, After the Movies. It's like our first reactions. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm glad we didn't do it. Because yeah. there has been times where I didn't know what to think. And yeah. I'm just saying what comes to my mind. But that's not always the right answer or it's not how I feel later on. So I'm glad mm. because the more this movie sat with me, the more I liked it. And mm. I, I really do want to see it again um, before it's out of the theater. Yeah. Um, I just I liked. Well, if we had a couple months, it'll be on Disney Plus. You can just watch it for free there. Yeah, well, I think they announced when it will be on Disney Plus for free, and I. Yeah, I want to uh, say it's usually like a three month time frame. I I gotta look this up. I I think I told you. I think I said it on the show. And they made the announcement. Uh, let's see. October. Sixth. Yeah, that makes sense. So we're in July, August, September, October, three months. Yeah, three right? months. Yeah, it's always yeah. that's what Ride the Last Dragon was that way too. Yeah. So that was like, I, and all the other ones that have been like the. I guess I could wait, or I might just go when it's cheaper. I don't know, but anyway, I yeah. really, really liked it. I think. Uh, it's definitely it was a, for me it was a great way to get back to the MCU in the big screen. I think it was it was a, and they did, the, they did the they added the comedy thing of it and I think the relationship that they built between uh, Black Widow and her sister 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 uh, were was very well put the, really well done and they did a good job of that uh, and they, uh, they did the whole trope of. Uh, her picking on Black Widow for her like fall that she does to the ground and yeah, yeah, posing and all that stuff. Uh, David Harbor and uh, Florence, I'm not gonna pronounce her last name. P Pew, is it Pew? That's how you Pew. pronounce it. Yeah, Florence Pew, Pew plays sister. For me, stole the movie. I thought them. I think the, the ancillary family members so also stole the movie. I think it's because you didn't. And I've heard this online too. It's you don't care about. It's not like you don't care about Scarlett Johansson's character. You don't care about Black Widow. It's like you know her story. You know what's going to happen to her. So there's no like. I I, I disagree with that. Well, there's I, no I like tangible like thing with it. You don't think she, she's not going to die in the movie. Oh, obviously you know she can make it through. Yeah. So there's that like that kind of thing to it. It's like you know like there's no. Uh, it's an MCU movie. I don't expect many people to die. 
Don't even no, but you know what I mean. There's no like big movies, you know. Yeah, but there's no. Uh, I don't. I can't think of the word right now. But there's no like uh, worry that she's there's no gonna... sense of emergency. Yes, there's exactly. Sense Thank of you. urgency. Yes. Urgency. Yeah, I get that. Like just going through the motions with her, whereas the other three characters, you had that because they were all like hurt. You just introduced to them the whole family dynamic. How does that affect Black Widow? What is the things that set Black Widow up for what she was going to be in those two other movies in Infinity War and Endgame? And then like the thing that I'm thinking of as we're going through all this, okay, what happened to them? Like you they need probably- to like, now you like you want to know like what happened with Red Guardian? Was he snapped? Was he not snapped? We don't we won't know. I, there's no but like they can come back they can yeah. come back yeah um but the way the time frame of that movie falls like i was saying earlier it kind of throws off the other two movies because you had that whole scene at the beginning of infinity war or and of endgame where uh black widow's sitting at avengers campus by herself and she kind of has that lonely like lost feel to it and there's no like there was no like like you know the explanation of losing the teams and all that stuff and all that's going on but if they'd included this movie had happened in line with the rest of the marvel movies they could have used saying you know her sister was snapped or her father or red guardian got snapped then you would have had more it would have made her character more tangible in those movies i i I don't. I I didn't need that. I mean, we knew, she was more torn up about the people. But I think this movie suffers Avengers. from that a little. Is yeah. that there's going to be like people are going to watch this movie, and they're going to like if this movie had come out right after Civil War, I think it would have worked better. Yeah, storyline wise. Yeah, we. Yeah, I know. We, I agree with that. I yeah. mean, I think there's elements that would have helped her character, but for for me, yeah, I totally agree with that. But for me, I'm saying like going back to what I'm saying. For me, those two other characters stole the movie. Yeah, I, no, I, for sure. Yeah, when they were on screen, I loved it. I think yeah. um, they were just they worked so well together. I think like. Um, I mean, I, I I cared about Scarlett Johansson's character. I knew, like, I was interested about that, but her family dynamic was just yeah. really awesome. And sometimes they can introduce characters and they just are just okay. But for me... Like Taskmaster. Exactly. But for, for me, these two characters were, like, the actors really stood out for yeah. me. Um, I thought they were amazing. Um, yeah. And I think it's, it's going to be awesome that uh, Florence will be pretty much yeah in, in in future installments yeah um so that i think that's great um and we'll, we'll find out with the whole hawkeye thing oh that's all gonna work out he's gonna have his own show and we don't even know how dan feels about it but i mean whatever nobody knows who dan it. is watching right. the show yeah. um, so, um here's a question anyway. i have for you i've seen online over the weekend now that you've seen a marvel movie back on screen as opposed to watching the marvel shows did it make the marvel movie experience different for you no 
because I've seen a lot of people being like, could they have made this a Disney Plus show? No. Would it have would it have benefited from the Disney Plus treatment no. of being a longer form, being able to dive deeper into the relationships with her and her family? No, no. I don't. I, uh, I I think the, I think the shows and the movies feel epic. I think the for me, I watch the show and I still get that same excitement and it still feels like I'm watching a movie that's cut up. I did really? I did have the thing where I felt a little like at the beginning of it, I felt like this could this could be done better. You've seen the Disney Plus shows, WandaVision, Cap like Cap'n and uh, uh, Winter Soldier, Cap'n Loki. Yeah, Cap and Winter Soldier. Falcon. No, yeah. Well, they changed it to Captain America Winter Soldier at the end. And then Loki. And you see how well those shows are done and how well they're put together. And then this movie's, I mean, in the grand scheme of Marvel movies, probably not one of the top Marvel movies. I would say it was a fine Marvel movie. It wasn't a great Marvel movie. For me, I put it up there. It was one of my favorites. It's a subject. You know, I, I, I liked it, but it wasn't like, I was like, yeah, that's good. I like this. I like, I put this in my top, in my top 10 of Marvel movies for me. It's subjective. You don't yeah. have to. I, for me, it, uh, for me, I mean, I, I, I'd put I, it like middle, the, middle of that, that, that level. Yeah. I mean, of the 20 some odd movies, it's right in that top, like the bottom of the top movies. I mean, I don't, think it would have been any better or worse if it was on television i mean it, i'd rather just sit down and see the whole story in one sitting mm. and and shows like wandavision where you're getting a little bit more creative and you're trying to build this narrative a different kind of narrative works well week to week and same with falcon with the soldier it's a smaller scale that 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 show would not have worked as a movie because it was yeah. so small scale and then uh with loki it's very it's small scale yet again so the small scale stories i think work well on television and this was this uh black widow is a top tier avenger she deserves a uh, a, a movie uh, i mean so it would be like captain america not getting a Captain America movie, but getting a TV show, people would be like, "But why? He's a top, one of the top events." Technically, if you think about it, I, I'm t you know who I'm talking about. Not talking about Falcon. I'm talking about if, um, if they were like, you know what, uh, Civil War or um, Captain America two. But Hawkeye is getting a TV show. He's a top tier Avenger. Is he? So your theory bunked. So. But he's not getting a prequel. He's getting a continuation. And he's not really a top tier. He's, we all know Hawkeye isn't ever. Well, I think the ever. thing that also affects this movie is that it was supposed to come out before the Marvel shows came out. Yeah, it did not. It, it, I don't know why it was blown. It does not affect anything. The only thing difference is... No, I'm not ending, saying to myself. I know, I'm but, saying in general. I think there's a consensus... Of a lot of people out there, yeah, but who are whatever. like, well, if this had come out before the movie, the shows had come out, it wouldn't be juxtaposed. Like, how? Who's who's comparing them? Because 
the online. Only thing, There's a lot of people who are comparing them, Brian. Uh, who cares? They're idiots because this is how well, I think the about people it. that talk about these things, bro. The the ending of the movie, you they introduce. Um, I don't know Luke. if you know, Brian, but they reshot the whole ending of the movie. They didn't. They were shot on a Thursday in a basement of someone's house. Julia Lewis Dreyfus' character is introduced at the end of Black Widow. That's yeah. how it was supposed to happen. And then she yeah. would show up in Black and, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Would have just, it would just have helped that one thing would have helped to make the more I mean, it was some just people re- say it would help to make more sense, the character more sense. And showing up in Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's the only thing. You, you know what? My opinion, for me, it did not change a damn thing. No, because they did enough. They did a good enough job in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier to explain who she was. Right. That it makes even as much sense for her to show up in this end of this movie. It, it, you know so what? It doesn't really matter either it, way. It, it didn't matter it, either way, and 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 the ending was going to be that was that was the plan about uh, with um. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. That was always yeah. the plan. That was not yeah. a redone. They didn't sit there and go, "We're going to throw in the last minute." A you know, Brian, photo. you do you do a podcast, but you don't really know that much about media. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. For me, I want to pers- dump his sampler in his lap when he said that. For me personally, it took a it lot. Not, it did not matter. It, it, I know. Listen, nobody knows what you're talking about. It did not affect. I don't, you know what I'm talking about. That's all that matters. It didn't affect anything. That was the plan. Kevin Feige said that um, Loki is actually going to be more, it's going to affect the MCU when it ends than Wanda and Falcon did. And um, the, the ending of this, it, it, it didn't matter. Like, Well, you there know, you go. Perfect segue, matter. Brian. What? Before we get into Loki, what was your, your grade for Black Widow? A, re, uh, a grade, or we do one through ten, or you want a grade? Yeah, yeah we'll do our uh, one through one ten. Through 10. Uh, for or me, we could do our movie version, one and a four stars. Uh, well, on a scale of one through ten, I give it a nine. And or, if, it, yeah. if it was a scale of uh, five, one out of five stars, I sure. give it a four and a half. All right. I would give it uh, an eight, probably. Out of 10, it wasn't exemplary. It wasn't like a, I will probably watch it again. It was a good watch, but it's not like a movie I'm going to like go back multiple times and rewatch over and over again. The Taskmaster thing kind of knocks it down for me a little bit. I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan of that reveal. Mm. I was kind of like, oh, very uh, spy movie of you, Marvel. But um, besides that, great movie. Like I said, the ancillary cast of characters other than Black Widow, I think were fantastic. I thought Scarlett Johansson was fantastic as well, but I just think uh, meeting those other new characters now and now getting, like you said, Florence Pugh's character into the MCU and seeing her in the bigger world is going to be very interesting to see how that all works out. And if the other characters might have reappeared down the road as well. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. But uh, yeah, so I'll give it an eight out of 10 and I'll give it a, a four out of five stars. That leads us into, oh, well, before we move on to Loki, congratulations to Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. They're having a baby. Congratulations. That's pretty cool. It's That's why cool. she wasn't at the premiere. People wondering why she wasn't at the premiere of the movie. 
it's because she had announced she was pregnant yet and she's like three months pregnant and already showing so she didn't want to just go to the premiere and people just be like oh she's pregnant there was a so, premiere for it yeah there was yeah in la they did one she must have went she didn't go no I'm looking up that was a big story with the weekend i didn't know they had a big premiere yeah mm-hmm. yeah anyways loki episode five brian Episode Very entranced five. by the Scarlett Johansson pregnancy news. No, I knew, I knew. Um, oh, okay, she was pregnant. Um, I am for for Loki. Oh, I have stuff for Loki. Hold on. Okay. So this episode, which is Journey into Mystery, has a lot of Easter eggs. Yes. Uh, Journey into Mystery was actually the title of. Um, a series MC, uh, Marvel had put out where Lo- it was Kid Loki uh, back in 2011 uh-huh. uh, that was led by Kid Loki. And we get to learn more about Kid Loki in this episode. Yes. And the episode's called Journey to the Mystery, which is kind of a nice little nod yeah. to that. Um, yeah, classic Loki. Uh, thing. Yeah, we had, uh, we had the uh, alligator Loki. Richard E. Grant as the classic a classic Loki. Who's getting a Funko Pop, by the way? Everybody has a Funko Pop, Mark. I'm saying. It's, it's, I think we have Funko Pops. We, I like the we, alligator. We I'd get a do. Funko Pop of myself if I had one. That'd be awesome. Uh, I would. I actually have the Loki somewhat in like. Oh God, it's just white. Oh, you saw oh. it play there. Uh, it's the uh, like the the shirt logo. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be actually kind of a great idea. Put that yeah. like on the uh where the alligator would be with the mm. horns. That's a good one. Um but this some episode, alligator shirts that I don't even know what the brand is, but I think they're just I don't even know what they're called. Yeah. There's right. a name for them. There's a name. Used to at JC Penney's when I was younger. That's all I Yeah. Remember. You get the alligator and yeah. then there were other ones with different animals the that were not cops. Yeah. Um, this episode was awesome. Um, yes. then we it takes we, place all in the void. Yes, basically, and we get to see um, Morpheus comes back, which is great. So we know he's or Mobius. Did they call Morpheus? You did. You didn't have to choose a pill. Which one do you think? You have a red pill or a blue pill? Red pill. You go Morpheus. back into the real Morpheus. Blue pill. You go into the void. Yeah. He, okay. He comes back. Um, we. The gang gets back together, but first, which was awesome, they're all in this like bowling alley, this decrepit bowling alley underground, hiding. Well, out yeah, because the whole thing out. is like the void is where everything goes when it gets pruned. Yeah, it's the end of the timeline, supposedly. At the end of the time. Very end. Yeah. End so of time. So it's like the and there's this preacher that eats everything that gets sent there to basically kill it, so it doesn't. Yeah. Ever have a chance of getting back into the timeline? Yeah. Like they and showed like a, a Navy ship falling and getting eaten and all that, which was kind of intense. And this is a, this creature is actually a, it's like a big giant smoke monster. But yes. in the Marvel comics, he is tied with Kang the Conqueror. Yes. 
Um, And the more I learn about all these little Easter eggs, the more I want to believe that King the Conqueror could be the one behind it all. Um, See, I think the more I think about it, we talked about it right before the show started in our pre-production meeting, which lasted all of 10 minutes. Um, The more I think about it is we might get Kang, but not as Kang the Conqueror. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get like just a man behind the curtain, kind of like just a regular guy named Kang who's controlling all like, not like a regular guy, but like a a being at the end of that's just like controlling all this stuff. And it's not like a big bad guy. It's just a guy. Well, it's, you know, if 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 it's Jonathan Majors, who is playing Kang in the Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, which um then we'll know um i think this this i also think it's gonna be the same like version of kang that we're gonna get in ant-man this could unleash kang yeah like he like is like a i don't know kang could okay listen the tva we know is a fraud like a big big reveal at the end of the season hey hey listen that's like that's like skywalker level Reveal. No, no, it's not because none of us know who Kang the Conqueror is going to be in the MCU. We know who Scott level wise in what it's going to mean for that. Kevin Feige did state world. the ending of Loki will affect yes. the MCU movies. Yeah, so, 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 so this level of a this of a would character this would be a big one that would affect yeah. have a ripple with yeah. the movies if if yeah. what he's saying is true um and he, like he didn't say that about the other, other two shows he said oh no. he said, yeah. this one will have a significant impact on the shows yeah um that was his quote um and going by that if this is kang the conqueror and this if this is how he might escape and then ant-man would have to deal with him Later yeah, in, in well, or you get sent to the quantum realm because of this. Yes, I, I mean, and then I, he's trying I to get know. out of the quantum realm. Um, so we we have the smoke monster who was tied to Kang. We also yeah. have the the TVA judge, um, yes. which he is plays girlfriend basically. What was his love interest in yeah. um a 1993's Avengers comic? So yeah. there's a tie there. Um, you know, just I mean, there's a lot of yeah. Here. I mean, it yeah. could just be a lot of red herrings too. Okay. It is Marvel. You never know. Um, this episode did have something really funny. I mean, look what they did with Taskmaster. Exactly. Uh, so if you don't know, you can't say. You know. Um, uh, th- I want to bring out this one thing which was really funny. It had the Thanos copter. Um, yes. when Loki approaches the hideout, there is a copter. This is Thanos right on the yeah. side of the copter. Yeah. Um, this is actually from Spidey Super Stories 39 yes. that came out in 1979. Yeah. Uh, where Spider-Man and Hellcat battle Thanos. And yeah. Thanos, for some reason, back Has then, his own helicopter. Super villains had their yeah. names on things like the Joker. Like the Joker yeah. had a helicopter. That was the era of the everyone Joker. having their logos and everything. Yeah. Uh, like there was it, the Spidey Copter, the Spidey yeah. Doom Buggy, the Spidey, like everyone had a vehicle. Yeah. Um, and it became so a fan favorite joke and it spawned memes. So yeah. they kind of put it in there as a little Easter egg. Uh, we did see the Frog Thor cameo in the jar. 
Yes. And he's trying to reach the hammer. Yeah. Um, which was buried underground, which is kind of cool. Yes. Um, and then we saw the shield helicopter, helicarrier, which was yes. crashed. Yes. Um, we saw Ronan the accuser ship crash. Yes. Um, we also saw the Stark slash um, Chang. Chang Tower, yeah, Stark yeah. Tower, Avengers Tower. Yeah. Like crashing over. Yeah, because Tony Stark in the comics sells the Avengers Tower to uh, Chang. Yeah, Kang Enterprises acquired Stark Industries. As it yeah. turns out, the head of Kang is revealed to be none other than time traveling Marvel villain Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, it's another. I know. Not the Kang the Conqueror. I'm just saying, like, I, I, it's I, just very, I don't know. I think it's because of, of Wanda. It's like when they hit you over the head with something so many times, it's not going to be no, that. We go back to Wanda. They never once said it was going to be um, uh, uh, Quicksilver. Yes, but uh, the bad guy, everybody thought it was going to be uh, oh, Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah. But they never. But they had all the hints at it, though. But that was a thing. They did all uh, the things. Even with the Quicksilver said- thing, they gave it all the Quicksilver stuff and everything. And it wasn't Quicksilver, it was just a random guy. Well, he was he was he was portraying Quicksilver, but we found out it was the witch that was doing yeah. that. And yeah. if you go back now, the whole hell and all that stuff, you can go back. Well, the witch, yeah, you, you can connect it to the witch now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I really. I. I, I don't know. But I, I don't want it. Like I think I almost don't want to know. I want to be surprised. Yeah, that's the one thing Marvel has done for me is like wanted me to like not investigate things. I want to just enjoy this the reveal of who or whatever's going on. Like I enjoyed the reveal of Agatha as like the the bad yeah. as opposed to some other person. It made it more entertaining. I don't want to like just like oh it's King the Conquerors the person at the end. And then that's well, who it is, and it's just like oh, it's if King it's conquer the whole time. If it's King the Conquer, I think it'd be awesome because I, I was poo pooing it, but seeing all these Easter eggs from this last yeah. episode to me could it would. I, mean, be I did cool. have my my theory that I mentioned to you on Thursday. I like that theory too. That it could because let's it's set that theory movie. up. But hold on, hold on. Okay. Bring it back a little bit. Okay. We could set that theory up because. Okay. When we are in the bowling alley, yes, uh, they open the hatch, and there's another Loki that looks just like him. It's it's another Loki that's literally yeah. Loki looking yeah. down, and they have to fight him as good, and he's doing his old Loki tricks. Yeah, and we saw our our Loki watching, exactly. going, going. This is who. This is who I used to be. This is like, what I was. I can't I do this. this. Like, I can't deal with this. And he just kind of like dances and moves around the people as they're fighting and just kind of like exasperated and annoyed. Like, yeah. How dumb was I? Like, yes. What was my issue? Always trying to backstab and people yeah. backstabbing me. And it yeah. was never going to stop until he changed. And I think this is why it's a great show because it's a, a learning. You, we're watching him grow as a character. He's seeing that he cannot be this person all the time yeah. it gets tiring not so the for theory i said to you everybody but just for him so the theory i said to you was it was a story that was told during the episode 
classic Thor or classic Loki tells the story of how when his character, when his Loki met his end with Thanos, he faked his death. And he went to a planet. Yeah. And lived there. Yeah. In solitude and loneliness. And then finally missed his brother Thor. So wanted to go see him. And that's how he got caught by the TVA. Right. My theory is our Loki from the MCU, the main Loki that we've seen his timeline of, did that same thing in Endgame. But we saw that. Knew he was going to die. No, no, no. That's not what you said on Thursday. We were saying it's a it could be a Loki from a different time. Yes. Um, it could be a Loki from the, but it, it, it could be another I'm Loki. I'm saying in his timeline, he did the same thing. The Loki that is in charge of or is running this whole scheme, basically. And he could be gathering Lokis. Yes. Because he be, wants to be the only Loki. Right. But he, he voided Put all the other Lokis into the void so they are out of time and he's the only Loki left and that's what he wants. Yeah. That's why he's been going around capturing all these Lokis. Because they haven't talked about capturing, they've talked about capturing other people and the variants and things but the ones that they've worried about the most and worked on the most were Lokis. Yeah. Well, the TVA is just basically a Loki catching Loki all Lokis. Agency, basically, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting if it was a third Loki and then we have all three there and that could cause another a, a big event. The Nexus event, Nexus event. That's what causes the Explo- multiverse of madness. Yeah, something. But part of me feels like all points to Kang and this will lead to Ant-Man. I don't know. I, I, I'm split 50-50 in both of these. Well, here's my theory on this now. More we've talked about it. End of this episode, or the big bad that they're gonna walk to at the end of this ep- at the end of episode five, they defeat the smoke monster. The smoke opens and there's a, a building with a big beaming light inside it, and they start walking towards that building. Yeah, behind that building, if you look, look very much like the quantum room. I couldn't tell. It had that same kind of like shimmery kind of look at what we saw in uh, Doctor Strange when he went into the quantum realm to fight that other big bad or yeah. in, the, in the Doctor Strange movie. So here's my new theory on this. The person controlling the timeline right now is a Loki. They battled that Loki to free themselves from the TVA. That battle causes the event the nexus event that releases kang in from the quantum realm or begins the the break of the quantum realm which is what then leads into ant-man which then also leads into dr strange because the multiverse is brought back so there's the multiverse of madness which works in the dr strange film and that's where they jump off from there And I could be wrong about all this, and it could just be whatever. But yeah, that's my my theory. Yeah, I, I 
I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I it don't, just I seems don't like know. to me it was like this whole show. It's called Loki. It's been all about Loki dealing with different iterations of himself. And growing as a character. And growing as a character. I think the only way, the, the way I would write it is very much Scott Pilgrim-esque. He's fought all the other battles and now he's at the end and he has to fight himself. Because he hasn't fought himself this well, whole he, time. He did. He met he met himself and he he, he got away he from himself. himself. Yeah, basically. No, but in the bowling alley, he literally but he didn't saw, fight. He just he walked got, away. Yes, because you can't fight. He he knows he knows himself. He can't fight himself. He but I think that's what's going to happen at the end of this series is he's going to have to fight the last version of Loki. Or it like could be Kang. Almost like the ultimate version of Loki. Or it could be Kang the Conqueror, and there's no real big fight, but more of a um, dialogue about what's going on. And but something's going to happen. I, yeah. Either this Loki continues, like our Loki continues. There's rumors of a second season. People are talking about already. Yeah, I, I or, mean, I don't think there'll be a second season. Like, I would love for Sylvie to make it into the MCU. And yeah. not be called Loki and just give her the name Enchantress. She could have her own series if they yeah, did anything. That's what I'm thinking. That's what might be the next iteration of the show. Next year would be her show. So there's a it's like it depends upon how this all works out. But I'm excited for Wednesday. I'm excited to see how it all works out and where we're going. What are you doing over there? nothing it's, it's my coaster oh um no i'm excited too i i'm very excited like uh, um i'm wednesday i think uh in the morning i'm gonna try to watch it before me and allison go out for the day yeah because i don't want it to be spoiled no exactly yeah. i might get up right at seven o'clock in the morning Rhymes with john it. yeah <laughs> oh he will Especially if he he's will. right. If if, yeah. if Kang is right, he will. Yeah. I will too. I mean, I'm gonna be ha- I mean, I will be I'm sure I'll be happy how what whatever happens. Either way, it's gonna be great. It hasn't been bad yet. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be. Uh, speaking of Marvel stuff, Brian, we yeah. forgot to mention earlier, we got a what if trailer. I haven't watched it. Which yet. looks amazing. Yeah. I want to be surprised. But it's like twenty three episodes I've heard. Is it really? Yeah. Which seems like an awful lot. I I know. Who said that? Supposed to like, Wasn't that like, I saw online. I don't. I part of me doesn't believe that. I just feel like that's way too many for right now. Like I feel like they would split it. Because if they're going week to week, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now as well. Come on, internet. What if, what if, what if? Hold on. How many episodes are you? Episode guide. Ten episodes. Ten. Who the hell told us that? Like, that was Thursday night. Yeah, it was 23. Yeah, what drugs are you smoking? I don't know. It's Dan. Who knows? Um, A second 10-episode season is in development. Yeah, so first up, yeah, first is going to be 10. And then the second season will be another 10, I'm sure. So there's your 20. Yeah. 
but it's not going to be 23. They're not going to, I can't imagine Disney being like, yeah, we're going to do 23 weeks of this because they're going to, you know, they like to give all their properties some time. Well, because this will, like, time-wise, you know, it'll be right around the time, in a sense, 10 weeks from August. Like, two months, so, like, right around October-ish. So that's when we'll get Hawkeye. Is Hawkeye coming out this year? Can we talk about that? Hawkeye comes out this year, yes. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, actually, they just filmed the generic show, and then they photoshopped the, the main character in that show because they had to photoshop the, that, the I, very I, last scene of Black Widow to coincide it, and it's all CG. <laughs> and they, they just did it on the fly. They just did multiple shows, and they figured, you know, whatever Photoshop person they put in Black Widow, that would be the show, you know? So it could have been Hawkeye. Two years ago, it was probably going to be, you know, Howard the Duck, you know? And if this movie had come out last I year... I will tell you, your favorite Marvel character does show up in What If, so... Sleepwalker? No. You just oh. mentioned him. Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very excited for Howard the Duck. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye is going to be, of course, Clint Barton from the film series. And Haley Steinfeld joining him as Kate Bishop. Yeah, I, I think Kate Bishop is going to be the the new one. I mean, she's going to take over the mantle, you know. So yeah. he, he can, uh, Hawkeye will get out. I mean... Obviously, there might be, you know, after that last part of Black Widow, what's going to happen, you know, with, you know, there. So, I mean, yeah. I think it'll be thinking interesting if, again. If, what if it's 10 episodes, you're going to get probably a November release, late October, early November release of Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm looking it up. They haven't announced the actual date yet. It's oh. just late 2021. But I'm assuming that's because they didn't like release the dates for any of these until like they get closer to them coming out. So I'm assuming that's what will happen. They'll wait yeah. until yeah, you're right. like, halfway through what if they'll say, all right, coming November, Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye is late 2021. So it probably yeah. will be in the fall. Yeah. Since we're not going to have a Mandalorian, you know, Hawkeye will probably until December us... book of Boba Fett. Yeah, so Hawkeye could take us until like yeah. October, November to December. You know. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. Um, yeah. I'll I won't be canceling my Disney Plus for a long time. Yep, you're in for the long haul. Yeah. Um, that's and... way to keep people on the keep the people on the dole, keep the movies, keep the shows. Coming out in continuity, so you don't have to, you can't yeah. have an off season. And now, I mean, now you can just show the fact that even though they put it on demand, Black Widow, look, look at the amount of money they made. It, it doesn't really matter because well, not everyone they, wants to go to the movie theater, or everyone can afford to go to the movie theater. Yeah, but it's more expensive to watch it at home. Not really. It was ten dollars to go to the theater. It was thirty. Yeah, but you're $30. one person, though. I'm saying. If you think about it, if you're a family of four, 
I'm not arguing with you, Mark. Ten tickets. My point Four is, tickets is $40. My you spend 20 bucks and you watch it at home. You don't have to worry about because it. Because you interrupt me all the time. My point is, it doesn't matter if the movie comes on demand in the theater where they were trying to make it doomsday for theaters. This proves that it can do both. And it oh, can well, succeed. Yeah. Well, That's what I was trying to get at. And then you just like there's still a group. I'm just saying there's a group of people who don't want to go to the theater. I don't. The That's fine because we're in a pandemic. You the know, premier access is not made for you, Brian. Mark, I didn't say it was. I know. And I would not pay thirty dollars to watch a movie, but for one person, no, it's twenty dollars. That's okay. No, it's thirty. Oh, the thirty now. It was twenty. No, it was always thirty. All the uh, Disney I Mulan was twenty. Mulan was 30. Oh, We've really? talked about this like a million times. Disney's the only one who's charging 30, where oh. other other movies were 20. You and two of your friends get together, and you buy the movie, and you're all set and good to go. Yeah. What? You get so defensive. It's so weird. I'm not defensive. You are. You get so defensive. You're like, I'm like, I know it's not made for me, Mark. I'm just, yeah. my point is, it can work both. It, it can, can do very well in the box yes. office. And do very well for whoever puts yeah. it out streaming. That's I'm all I'm happy. saying. Keep yeah. your kids at home and watch it on television. Don't bring them to the movie theater and interrupt my viewing of the movie. It's not about you, Mark. It is about me. It's, it's always not, about me. It's Brian. not about you. Knew Mark. this. Everything's about me. Oh my god. Actually, everything's about John Francia. That's a whole different. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Air out your dirty laundry with him. Let me ask you this question. Do you still do you still have any clue what John what, what Dan Wilkinson does for a living? This is not a conversation for the podcast because a, <laughs> nobody knows who Dan Wilkinson is, and B. Oh, everyone knows who Dan Wilkinson is. No, Dan Dan the announcer man is a very right. popular let's, person. Let's, let's end the show. We can discuss afterwards because nobody cares. I don't care. Uh, I'm bored by the conversation already. Um, all right, so this has been a show. We'll be back next Monday. We're going to talk about the ending of yes, Loki the finale. Of Loki, we're gonna have a huge breakdown. I'm taking notes. I'll have my notebook out. I'll be ready to go. I'm excited. It's gonna be a King the Conqueror, King the Conqueror, King the Conqueror. Yeah. If I'm uh, right, you guys are all gonna be eating crow. That's all I gotta say. For what? If it's not King the Conqueror and it's just Loki, I I'm fifty fifty. I feel like it could be either or. Yeah, I, that's why I'm. I mean, I up until episode five, I really have no idea. But now that's the good I, thing. That's what you want. But now I'm kind of in between. So I don't yeah. know. All right, Mark. We will be back next week. Um, we will be. Have a great vacation, season. Brian. Enjoy uh, your week off. Oh, I will. Enjoy I will. sitting in your house while it rains all week long. Well, it's not going to rain Thursday or Friday. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, I've been out of the house Thursday night, which was nice. We wow. were, I was with you. Um, I, know. I was and, there. Um, th- uh, Saturday, got to spend time outside. Sunday, nice. I was out all day. Today is a day, you know. Uh, we is have it raining there? Because it's nothing here. It's just gloomy. It's gloomy now, but it's yeah. still okay. crappy out. Uh, yeah. But Wednesday, we're going to do stuff. Thursday, we're going to do stuff. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to, I want to leave this area. I like getting yeah. out. Um, you know, you made it such a homey home, and you're gonna buy those chairs that we saw at the Agawam Cinemas to put in your basement. 
Those are still cool. gonna leave and go. I know. That's why it's so cool chair. She's like, how are the movies? How are the movies? And Brian decided he's gonna buy chairs from the movie theater. But besides that, it went great. <laughs> well, I, I that's all Brian said. talked about for the first half hour of sitting there waiting for everyone else to show up. Because he found I, really chairs that he loves and he wants to buy and put in his basement. I thought they were cool chairs. They needed to recline. If they don't recline, they're no, they're no go for me. The reason why they don't recline is they don't want you falling asleep during the movie, Brian. That's the point of the chairs not reclining. But those chairs, they have reclining chairs in movie theaters, Mark. All I know, the but they don't want have. you. I think if you bought them from your house, the reclining part wouldn't be a good idea. You're I just going to fall asleep in them all the time. I fall asleep during everything. You do. You're old. I'm old. Old um, man, man Kazaska. All Honestly, right, Mark. Everywhere. Let's, let's wrap this up. We'll see everybody right. next week. Goodbye, everybody. Enjoy the Loki finale. Brian, enjoy your vacation, and we'll see you all back here. Same bat time, same bat channel for Geekonomics. Thanks for watching. See you next week. You're always saluting. What's going on here? I like the salute. You